This week we begin the new Chumash, uh, Chumash Bamidbar, the fourth Chumash, which is also called Chumash Hapkudim, or the Book of Numbers. And the reason is because it begins with the counting of the Jewish people. Most of this week's Pasha is devoted to counting. First, Hashem tells Moshe to count all the tribes, all the uh, each shevet, each tribe individually. And each tribe and all the people were counted from the age of 20 years old and up. And then Hashem says, take the tribe of Levi, which was the special tribe, the ones that had to serve in the Mishkan or later in the Beis HaMikdash. They were the priests, the Kayanim, the Leviim. And um, bring them closer to you. They're going to serve um, for the Jewish people and serve in the Mishkan, as we said. And then count them individually. But they were to be counted from 30 days and up. So whereas the rest of the Jewish people were counted from 20 years and up, the Shevet Levi was counted from 30 days and up. And Rashi says that the reason it's uh, from 30 days is because for the first 30 days there's a question whether the child will live or not live. And But once it's ascertained that this is a child who's going to live, he's counted. They're already called Shemer Mishmeres HaKodesh. From 30 days and up, really from birth, they're called those who guard the guard of holiness. And then Rashi brings that this tribe was used to be counting from birth, from the belly actually, because, he says something interesting, when the Jewish people came down to Mitzrayim so many years, hundreds of years earlier, so it says that there were 70, uh, 70 souls, 70 people that came to Mitzrayim. But really, when the Torah counts them out, it only looks like there are 69 who are coming. And there the Gemara tells us, and Rashi tells us, that the 70th was Yocheved. Yocheved, who's later going to be the mother of Moshe Rabbeinu, that she was born as they were actually crossing into Mitzrayim, as they were going through, uh, coming into the uh, gateways, the archways of Mitzrayim, that's when Yocheved was born. And she finished the number of 70. So now there's 70 souls coming to Mitzrayim. Now Yocheved, of course, is from this tribe of Levi. And we see that she's counted, and not just she's counted for herself, she finishes and completes the number 70 at birth. So we see that there's something special about Shevet Levi, the tribe of Levi, that they're counted right from birth, as we see from Yocheved, and then in this parsha that they're counted, again, from 30 days and up. And there's a lot of interesting uh, ideas about this Rashi, but let's focus on one concept. Rashi says that from 30 days and up, they're called Shemre Mishmeres HaKodesh, the guards of holiness. And then he brings the story about Yocheved, why are they called specifically the guard of holiness? There's many things that a Levi does. Um, a Levi uh, sings, the Levim helped uh, carry and uh, build and dismantle the Mishkan. Why are they called here? That, why does Rashi tell us from birth they're called the guards of Kedusha? And the Rebbe explains in a Sikha, he says something very beautiful. He says, as far as singing, the 30-day-old child doesn't yet sing in the Mishkan. And as far as uh, building or dismantling or carrying the Mishkan, a 30-day child can't do any of that. So you really can't be counted on the account of that. But he could be counted as a guard for the Mishkan. Why is that? How did the Levim guard the Mishkan? The Pasuk says, first and foremost, it was because they lived right around the Mishkan. So the way that the Jewish people encamped in the desert was that the Shevet Levi lived surrounding the Mishkan. And just by being there, they represented a guard that the most that the rest of the Jewish people didn't come mistakenly or even on purpose. They didn't venture into the Mishkan because the Shevet Levi, the tribe of Levi, was living right around the Mishkan. Which means that they guarded the Mishkan just by being there. 
just by living surrounding the Mishkan, they're considered guards to the Mishkan. And if so, from birth, the child who lives there is already considered Shemrei Mishmeres HaKadosh, a guard to the Mishkan, without having to do anything, just really by being there. The question, though, becomes, this that the child is there from birth is not really in any way a tribute to this child. It's not something the child decided to do. It's not something the child worked on. He's just there because his mother has him there. And that's why Rashi brings the story of Yocheved. Yocheved also was just born. And she was just there because she was born to her mother and her mother carried her with her. It in no way was a tribute to her. It's not something special. And yet she was already counted as an independent entity. Just by the nature of being a person, being born in that place, in that time, she's already counted independently. And this is the message of this Rashi. That when it comes to holiness, when it comes to the tribe of Levi, just by being there, just by being born and being an inher- and inheriting that holiness, they're already independently considered special. Of course, they had to later grow up and work on it, but the inherent holiness was something that they received as a gift by birth. We're standing just a couple of uh, days before the great holiday of the Yom Tov of Shavuos when we received the Torah and really we became the, Jew- the Jewish people. And Hashem invested in us a special holiness. He chose us from the nations and gave us his soul. He gave us his Torah. And here we're told a beautiful, powerful message. That a Jew is a Jew by birth. The holiness that we receive, though of course we're meant to work on it and grow into it and become deserving of the name, yet our Jewishness doesn't become based on what we did about it. By birth, the tiniest baby born to a Jewish mother, is a Jew, has the holiness and the kedusha and the specialness of being part of that ubanu bacharta, that choice of Hashem by the giving of Torah. I want to share with you a beautiful story that I once heard from a Holocaust survivor who has since passed away. And he told me, he says, how he saved his life in the concentration camps. And he says, when the Nazis would come one day and they say, uh, is there anyone here who is a... Uh, Builder, immediately many people would raise their hands, it's me. Because if you're a builder and they needed a builder, so you were safe, at least for a couple days, as long as they needed you. And whenever they would ask for something, people would immediately jump to and say, yeah, I can do it. But it was a dangerous preposition. If they found you lying, that was dangerous as well. He says, there was one day and the Nazis came into the room and they said, is there anyone here who's a baker? And a number of people raised their hands immediately. But the Nazis were shrewd. And they called, they had them get into a line and they asked the first person, how long are you a baker for? The guy said, you know, 10 years, 15 years. He says, you only look like you're 10 years old, 15, 15 years old, 20 years old. And they killed him. And a few people, they killed them because they recognized that they were lying. This person who's telling me the story was one of these people. And he said, I raised my hand also and I was in line and I saw people in front of me being killed. They called me. I was next. They said, how long have you been a baker? He says, I looked at the officer. I said, My grandfather was a baker. My father was a baker. I'm a baker from birth. I grew up baking. He said they accepted my answer, my my, my response, and I I was appointed a baker, though I knew nothing about baking, and I survived the war. And that's how he survived. The message, my grandfather was a baker, my father is a baker, so I'm a baker by birth. That's really the story of Shevet Levi, that Hashem is telling us, from 30 days and old, from 30 days old, they're already counted as Hashem's special shevet because the kedusha that they have, they have by the nature 
of the gift of Hashem gifting each and every one of them, and already by birth, they're proud carriers of that. And that's the story of Klal Yisrael, the story of Shavuos, the story of Ubanu Bacharta, Hashem shows us and gave us His Torah, each and every one of us, the entire Torah, each and every one of us, the entire holiness associated with it, and the mission that comes along with it. And of course, we should accept that once again and receive that and live up to it, by, by dedicating and devoting ourselves to it once again for this coming new year after the giving of Torah again and fulfill our mission, ultimately making the world a better, holier place and bring Mashiach Sidkenu maybe even before this Yom Tov. Have a wonderful Shabbos and have a good Yom Tov.